Hello and welcome to a Star to Steer Her by episode 245. Woo! Wow! We're here. a little one, sorry. <laughs> Yay! <You're here laughs> 245. It almost sounded like you were in pain. Like, uh. Well, considering the episodes we had this week. Yeah, that's true. This is our first s- episode recorded in 2022. That's Woo, true. Happy New Year. That's true. And I'm sick as a bastard, so I apologize for my voice. Oh, are you still sick? I kind of. being I'm, so crabby? Just I'm assume Chris is always now. sick. Yeah, that's fair. We're continuing our discussion of Voyager this week with parturition and persistence of vision. Hey, they kind of rhyme. And that's the best thing you can say about parturition, is it sort of rhymes with the rest of what he just said. True. Chris, Uh, what is parturition? Well, hold on. Because I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Whoa, whoa. That got weird. Uh, This is Ames. This is Caitlin. And he... Jake. I hate when Jake goes last. (laughs) I love going last. (laughs) Parturition means whelping. Yes, I know. I actually looked it up. Whelping. I really, I really I prefer whelping. (laughs) I don't enjoy this Voyager thing so far. We've had twice now of giving an episode a weird word for a title. That you have to look up and be like, oh, okay. They're trying to teach Americans to be more literate. I am on board. No, no. Because it's a dumb word for giving birth. And also, nerds who watch Star Trek already read too many books. Fucking nerds. Did we ever tell everybody what cathexis means? Did anyone care? I I thought we did. Did we not? I don't think we did. Oh my god, the only way to make Hexus from Ferngully sexier would be to make him a cat. Wow. Whoa. Weird, Caitlin. I, I feel we like can we talk about it, it later. It's Tim Curry. It's his fault. That's we'll talk true. About that it. is, we'll that is pretty again. sexy. That's I, what I'm saying. I feel like we looked it up at the time, and I don't think we said it on the episode, and I've since forgotten what it meant. It's like giving things attributes to make it like another thing. Kinda, I mean, we didn't sorta. talk about that. No, we definitely yeah. didn't talk. God damn it. See, this cat is going to be the worst no matter what. Hang on. Removing cat. There he goes. But yeah, it, it really just does reek of like, look at how clever we are. We own a thesaurus. Like, fuck you. Oh, Dolores. Anyway, aside from a dumb title, it's also a dumb episode. Oh, well, thank hey, God I for that. I didn't mind it. Really? Oh, I fucking hated it. Well, I guess... To, to be fair, I didn't mind the episode in its entirety. I minded the fucking setup. Yeah, it was yet directed again, by Jonathan Frakes. I mean, yeah, yeah, but he, he didn't write, write it. it, did he? No, uh, Michael Piller did as a way to make Neelix more likable. Yeah, well, he what? failed. What is this episode about anyway? Yeah, I'm trying to get to I don't to know. So uh, yeah, we're back to jealous Neelix. Tom is, is teaching Cass how to fly shuttles. And he's Hot. like, oh, no, I'm a, in love with her. Is that a euphemism for something? Uh, I, yes. <laughs> actually, back in old songs, drive my car was was code for let's fuck. Really? Oh. Baby, you can drive my car is about fucking? Yeah. I had no idea. But they took it from older songs, the, the phrase. Anyway, and yeah, Tom is a big baby about it. Goes to Harry to be like, I'm in love with the one person I can't have. And Harry's, and Harry's like, like oh, doot, you- doot, doot, doot. <laughs> Yeah. I got a clarinet. <laughs> yep. Harry's like, you could have me. And then he's like, Aww. oh, I can't even eat in the same womb as you because I'm a big baby. 
And then Neelix is a big baby, and they get into a goddamn punching match like fucking children. It started, with a, food food it started with a food fight. That's true. I was going to say, don't leave out the best part. And then Janeway's coincidentally like, I need to see you two right now. And they're both like, man, she found out about this quick. Hmm. But it turns out, no, she actually wants them to go to this planet, Hell Planet, or Planet Hell. Hell or Planet. You whatever. Planet Hell. Where, where they're like... No, they were calling it Hell Planet, I thought. Oh, you're right. It was Planet Hell. Fuck me. All right, where they're on. like... Oh, well, our scanners detected all kinds of proteins and amino acids and shit, so we think it might be covered in plants, but we can't actually prove that. So. Oh, yeah, that's right, because we're down to 30% of our rations, thanks, Chakotay. Yeah, so but they're the only thing he does this episode. Binging on food, Jesus. Yeah, so... Well, it's because they got at least one pregnant ensign. She's eaten for two now. True. <laughs> so they're sending a shuttle down in really dangerous conditions, and surprise, they crash. Well, and, and they legitimately are like, no, Paris has to be the pilot because it's all fucky. It's like, is it really worth it for some fucking salad makings? What yes. are we doing? And then they find some eggs, and a not-quite Muppet <laughs> pops out. And Neelix gets really attached to it immediately, and they care for it. Meanwhile, Voyager gets into a space fight, and it turns out it's the parents. And the parents come get the lizard, and whatever. Fucking everyone goes home. Hey, there hey, were, Neelix, and Harry, no... Neelix and Tom bonded, and now they don't hate each other anymore. Yes, that that's was right. the it, point. It ends with Neelix clearly about to recommend a three-way. Oh, God. This, this I didn't, like... I, I thought the setup just went on forever and was, again, something I am so done with. And also, like, Tom and Cass, like, why? Why write this in? This is unnecessary. I never got any sense they were into each other until he suddenly bought her a necklace. Like, no, just, there's been ugh. some, like, no, I've they've, seen been, they've been friends, you know? Yeah, and, little, like, little and men and women moments. can't be friends. It just You just can't. No, I know. I forgot Apparently the TV illegal. rule that men and women have to be lovers or nothing else. Yeah, and Paris does strike me as the kind of guy that if there is a woman he can't have, he will want her more. Oh, that's, I feel like that's everybody, though. Everybody Weird. wants, like, Not what's me. on the other side of the fence. The greener grass or whatever. I well, don't know. I feel like that's a fairly common human condition, but maybe I'm just broken like Tom. Who but knows? Well, if anyone's going to be especially bad at it, yes, I suppose I could see it being fucking Tom. The one because he's like, great, we're going to be stuck on a ship together for the rest of our lives. And I said, whoa, 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 rest of her life. I know, Ooh. right? It's not going to be long. Like, really, this problem is solved in seven or eight years. Tops. One of them could get killed. Yeah, but the show only goes for seven years, so, you know. Yeah, I know. But yeah, the setup just went on forever. The stuff on the planet was dumb. I really like. Yeah, it was pretty text a textbook. Oh, we put two people who don't get along on in a way that they have to help each other survive. We've seen this a lot. That is very true. Yeah, and it's like, just I like under, like I understand Michael Pillar after after was it Elogium where he, he was getting big Neelix is a jealous tyrant thing vibes. Problem. Yeah. And saying like, okay, we've got to we've got to make Neelix not jealous anymore, so we might as well confront it head on and fix it. Like, I get that impulse because I was super tired of jealous Neelix too. Yeah, it's the only thing I really like could have done without from his character. The hair could be fixed, but yeah, I could well, that's not under the control of the writers. Well, <laughs> they could write an episode where he loses all his hair. Exactly, anyway. he could go down and all the different like vapor things on this planet could make him what? go bald. What would a Discovery Talaxian look like? That's oh, what I Christ. Know. Nothing like any other Talaxian Giant we've seen. Giant mohawk. 
punk rock. Yeah, but the 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 mohawk would be like I think would work considering his current hair situation. Mm. Like I feel like that would actually be the natural next step because his hair is already some weird punk rock nightmare. The Talaxians haven't survived to the 31st century. Clearly not. Dude, P.S. Neelix was like really self-conscious about being a junk dealer all of a sudden. Yeah, it's true. I never noticed that before. That, was, is Neelix he actually was. a hoarder? Is he Was he even really a junk collector or was he just hoarding shit? He did kind of have a crazy cat lady jacket in that first episode. And lots of cats. <laughs> Most of them dead in his freezer. Most of them him. Oh, gross. He's so gross. Ugh. Well, I think yeah. it was. It's, it's not necessarily that he's put off by by it, but that he knows other people might judge him for it, especially Paris. Yeah, it's just, again, it's never really come up before that he was self-conscious about it. But also, like, no one feels this way about antiques dealers, and they're the same thing. There's a fine line between junk and antiques. Mostly the price of your storefront. Mostly if you have a show on the History Channel about you. That too. But, like, just saying, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I appreciate the urge to fix that, but it's like, I don't know, this solution was, eh. Although, yes, it, it was nice to see him fucking confront Tom instead of take it out on Cass for once. Yeah. The food fight was fun. Was it? I liked that there was continuity between the scenes because the, the True. hair pasta, which is weird, Ugh. Um, on their jackets stayed the same between scenes. And I was expecting, oh, yeah, maybe they maybe they didn't shoot in the same order, but they must have. So, yeah, yeah. Or it was like they just made new jackets to smear it all over and then threw away immediately. So it was like permanent. Oh, yeah. Because normally normally you can't get food on your jackets. Like I actually read on Memory Alpha. This is the first on Voyager where they were allowed to use wet food on uniforms because they will stain. Oh, there you go. Which, of course, in real, in well, in real life, in on Voyager, as actually on Voyager, wouldn't be a thing you need to worry about because you just burn it and re-replicate it every day anyway. Mm. Right. I really kind of wished that they made the food look alien instead of just fucking spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. No, no, it's not spaghetti. It's it looks like angel hair, but it's actually just regular hair. What the <laughs> fuck? Why? Why do we? I I find. Angel hair gross enough as it is, it's a texture thing for me. They just oh, found a way I to make it worse. I love angel hair pasta, though. Dude, angel hair pasta too. is the best one. Ames, can oh, we hang no. out and eat angel hair together? Because I yes. don't ever get to have angel hair. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite. Because th- that's the thing. Like, normal spaghetti, I find too fat. I don't mind normal spaghetti. In fact, I like most spaghettis. I can't deal with, like, linguine, like the really thick spaghettis. But angel hair is, without a doubt, my absolute favorite. The yeah, best it also pasta- takes less time to cook. The best noodle is udon, so no, that, that's that. where I am. The best noodle Weird. is cellophane noodle. Oh. It's very thin, like angel hair. Uh, what's your favorite pasta, Jake? Uh, there are a few pastas I, I, I dislike. I like all, all, all pastas that are made with grain. And love. Not, not the wheat, not the other shit. That's the thing. If it's going to be a fat pasta, it's got to be lo mein and nothing else. So. Oh, yeah, I like lo mein. Lo mein's good. Anyway. Um, oh, and I neglected to mention at the top when we were talking about the stupid, stupid title, the working titles for this episode were Fog and Echolocation, which has nothing to do nothing. with this episode. Not a sausage. Not, Not a the sausage. least. I, what the fuck? I get the titles are hard. Titles are yeah. fucking hard. Are Voyager they? is particularly 
terrible at titles. Like just looking through the, the upcoming list, we get tons and tons of just one word noun titles. And I'm are... so tired of them already. Those, those are going to make it a lot harder for me when we have to do our tops and bottoms. Because I'm going to be like, oh, what nonsense word did they use for a title this week? Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, give me those TOS half a quote from Shakespeare titles. The world They're is four... hollow and I have yeah. fucked the sky. I, but I love that title. Forsooth, though. where hath my hemorrhoid cream gone? My tookus hurts. I don't remember that episode. One. Yeah. Is that the one uh, where they met yeah. uh, Abe Lincoln or? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are you going to say, Jake? I was going to say. Yeah. I really wanted when the parent showed up for it to just be Alf. <laughs> <laughs> just another puppet. Yeah. And then it tries to eat Neelix. Uh, you know what? I don't fucking believe. <laughs> Because he so eats this, cats. <laughs> so this is uh this is a cable operated puppet they created for this critter thing. It was okay. That took eight people to operate. And I'm like, how? It barely did anything. There's it probably like one of those dinosaurs from dinosaurs. Nah, it those look better. Me a lot of Razar or maybe Tokar, I don't remember which. From Turtles at Two, The Secret of the Ooze. It's funny, we convinced ourselves it must have been a normal hand puppet, just because, like... You never got to see the bottom of its blanket. But it I guess it was so you couldn't up. see the cables coming out of it. I wonder. Yeah, probably the eyes is probably one guy. Yeah. The mouth. The mouth. The, mouth. the eyebrows, are, or the, the the brow is often another, another person. Did its tongue yeah. move a lot? It probably someone had to do its tongue. Yeah. Gross. Maybe the, did the arms move? I don't remember. Uh, it's don't like remember. swaddled. I don't remember seeing its arms. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense. And then the noises it makes is either several more people or a Foley artist or a combination. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fair. Maybe they're counting that as the operators. Mm. Needless to say, Baby Yoda, it is not. No. Mm. no. Use the puppet, you cowards. Use but the I puppet, do, Luke. I do um I do now realize that the Mandalorian basically stole its its plot line from this episode of, of Star Trek. <laughs> I think the Mandalorian's just lone wolf and cub, isn't it? <laughs> nope. Nope. It's all of it's so Mando is Neelix, obviously. Ew. Tom Paris. I wish Neelix is, had put a fucking helmet on. IG eleven? Uh, sure, why not? And the parent there is uh jeez, I can't remember any other characters from that show. Um Batman? Luke? Was Batman in that show? Yeah, oh, yeah. Batman. Luke, Luke Skywalker. Ba Batman? Which which Batman? Um, you know, Batman. You he know, hangs out with Robin, uh, you know. Bill Burr. Oh, there you go. <laughs> when is, when is Mandalorian never... coming back? I have no idea. That's a different series altogether. What about so this it, episode? Okay. So they, they, so they flew the shuttle. They, okay, so they couldn't use the transporters. That's why they took the shuttle. Yeah. Yep. But then later they were able to just take the whole fucking ship. So why didn't they just take the whole fucking ship from the beginning? Interference. That something is about, a... Oh no, they had to fly it through some kind of window anomaly, something or other in the atmosphere. And if they didn't leave right then, they weren't going to be able to do it again for like several days. Also, yeah, Neelix and Tom are expendable. The ship isn't. Yeah, but the ship did but, fine. I mean, the duh. whole reason that the shuttle was a problem was because it was, it was too small, you know? It got all the storminess fucked it up. But I'm sure the the Voyager wouldn't have had a problem. We'll see, but the episode had to happen. Maybe Janeway was sick of getting complaints about Tom and Neelix having fucking dumbass food fights. And she was just like, well, they die, they die. I mean, I when said, you do that, though, you want to you, you put them in a turbo lift together and then deactivate it. So they have to talk out their differences. 
Yeah, they talk about is, growing uh, radishes. Yeah, so this is basically the same type of deal that we've had in was it uh the enemy? The enemy? Is that the, yeah. The enemy. We also have the one with Cisco and Ducat where they find a baby. And what about the one where Cisco and Ducat make a baby? Well, that's the same episode. <laughs> when do Cisco and Ducat find a baby? I don't you know, when they're trapped on that planet and then Ducat starts seeing all kinds of crazy visions. Yes, I don't remember a baby. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah they happens. find a baby. And then yeah. Ducat, Ducat leaves with a baby. And that baby was Odo. <laughs> What is happening? Baby, 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 baby. I, I suppose it's somewhat closer to the one where, uh, let's say, Kira and Ducat go find... Um, Zial. Zial. Kira has to yank a spike out of Ducat's ass. Hot. And then we yeah, all that, have a great laugh. That could have been... That would have really improved this episode, as if... Uh, a spike? <laughs> if there was a spike in somebody's ass. Neelix's preferably. Yeah, and also... Okay, so they, they, they thought this planet might have vegetation on it. But it turns out that it was just the air itself. But yeah. they'd still not like hoover up, up some of that of shit the air and plug it into the replicator or something. That Probably. sounds like a good idea. But it'd be As seriously picante, it sounds like, because it's like acid rain or some shit. Yeah, but the, the the replicator just needs like the raw materials and then it can yeah, like just create whatever. Filter yeah, out enough. the stuff that makes you itchy. Who knows? So, maybe they did that well. Ooh, Ooh, I like pineapple. That's true. Yeah, because we never really hear more about this replicator or this food shortage. And by the next episode, they're having a regular fucking smorgasbord. Oh, I know. So much food. Loads. A a sumptuous repast. Yes. I was like, what did he just fucking say they were having? And Chris is like, a repast. I was like, oh, that's not a word for a meal. Um, pasta. Repasta. Food fight. Yeah. Yeah. I when right before the food fight when Harry has to leave to go do whatever the fuck, be away from Tom. And he leaves a whole pile of food on the table. I'm like, why is he leaving a pile of food on the table? Right? I said, bust your yeah, fucking Chris, tray. Chris literally was like, bust your tray. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's like Neelix's one job is, is clearing the table. Yeah, no, he's clearly also they the needed morale to put a food officer. Fight. Oh, the morale officer. Yeah, who gets in fights with people. I think that's he should be stripped of his fight duties. in the mess hall. I don't know, actually, uh, it might have been. It probably gave everybody a good laugh anyway, because Paris seems like he's kind of a dink, and Neelix is a terrible cook, so probably it was catharsis for everybody. You know, Battlestar Galactica, they have a boxing match for morale, so I guess it works. Um, oh, you're right, you're right. So there was a scene in this episode with Hess and the Doctor, where, like... Oh, God, that's right. The Doctor has to tell her, like, yeah, Tom might like you a little bit, and that's okay. And she's like, but on my planet, we mate for life. Oh, wow. I guess now there's two men fighting over me. But then, like, the doctor, I don't know if, like, Ricardo was off that day, but he the way he was delivering a lot of his lines in that scene, I thought he was going to start coming on to Cass, you know? It's, yeah, he's like, he desires you. He, surely you can see how he, he like, looks at you. He, like, got right up in her grill and was like... His respiration goes up. It was and... really, it was a strange delivery. And for a while, I was like, oh, is this episode going to be that, like... There's some kind of pheromone that's on board, and everyone's going to oh, be really God damn it, Waxana, not again. Yeah, do we no. have a fucking... Is there, is, the, is there a horny Beta Z on board? We haven't met Suter yet, so... Well, maybe. didn't we kill our Beta Z at the beginning of this show? Uh, there's another Beta Z. Beta Oh, good. Is she horny? It's a dude. Is he horny? He might, be, yes. he might be horny, I don't know. Ooh, Probably. I'm so excited for him. But that's but he'll come in a couple days. He's played by uh, a Wormtongue, right? Brad yes. Dourif. Yes. Neat. 
Is <sighs> your when you're when you're turned on by somebody, is your ears turning orange a real thing? I Maybe think, he just means blood. Oh, yeah, I think yes, he means blush blood flow. response. Blood flow. Yes, but orange. Well, yeah, no, that was reddish. a that was it's more a, a poor hue. choice of words. Yeah, not not orange like the fruit. What bugged me was that he was like, "You should be flattered by men fighting over you." It's like, no, don't don't excuse their childishness. Don't put this on her again. I mean, to be fair, you know, one of the widely regarded best episodes of the original series was two men fighting over a woman. Which one's that? A muck time? Yeah. Well, that was kind of against their will, though. True, true. But it's it was due to Vulcan traditional bullshit. As I say, yeah, if Tuvok was on in the mess hall when they were doing this food fight, he'd be like, fucking amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a Lirpa or anything. I was about to say, I don't even have a fucking gong. He, like, gets out his liar. He's like, do, 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 That would have elevated this to the greatest episode of Voyager ever. That's true. That's all we were missing. Oh, speaking of TOS, did you notice we're still doing the Sulu maneuver? Yes. Heating yes. up some rocks with your phaser yeah. for, for warmth. I like that. We did, but I thought it was I thought it was Doc. So Ames, doesn't does the Doc use that method he at does. some point? He In uses Friday's with, child. Yeah, the pregnant woman, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. I was but like, wait, I thought first. it was No, you're right. I but I was like, why do I associate it with the doctor? And that's yeah. why. So thank you for Sulu confirming. Did it, I think in what enemy within? Oh, super yeah. early on. Yeah, because yeah. they're trapped on the planet. And I said that if they, if he then decided to make coffee, we'd know that actually he went to the Yeoman Rand School of <laughs> phaser fire stuff. But alas, no coffee. Here's a question. How is there so much light in these caves? How is there so much light whenever we visit a cave set? Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been in caves. You can't see anything if you don't have a fucking headlamp. Well, Ames, I don't want to tell you this, but... This is what we call a television show. God damn it. There are also, the caves are always perfectly sized for people to walk <laughs> yep. upright yep. through. Yep. These people have never crawling. seen a spelunker before. Nope. I love that they were like, let's let's preserve our batteries. It's like, I'm sorry. It's the 24th century. Fucking a regular flashlight's batteries can last a decent amount of time. And in that's this when day the Energizer age. Bunny floated by on his hovercraft <laughs> with his you hover drum. the Duracell Bunny. Oh, yeah, sorry. Battling bunnies. And then the Energizer bunny's like, boom, 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 on his <laughs> drum. <laughs> but yeah, clearly that was just so that the cinematographer wouldn't have to deal with having flashlights on the whole scene. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be a, a, a strategical nightmare. Yeah, huge pain in the ass. But I just wish they'd thought up a better excuse. Oh. The other thing that kind of is irritating about this, right? So the all of the air on this planet is filled with the materials, this 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 vapor th shit, this vapor shitty fucking stuff. But if you seal uh, off the cave, you're okay. But if you seal off the cave, you'll be fine. Like because the 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 cave clears out. I I don't understand. Well, see, the rocks act as a filter. They're like charcoal in a Brita. Uh huh. Okay. And it lets through the air, but not the particulates. But wouldn't there already be a lot of air? Yeah, because the because the eggs when they hatch, they need the particulates. So there should be somewhere where there's already particulates. Otherwise, this creature would have just laid their laid its eggs out in the middle of a beach somewhere, like a sea turtle. Well, maybe that creature wasn't too particular <laughs> ah. particular 
there's a, there there's a much terrible, better. There's a terrible episode of the terrible show Revolution. Terranova. Oh, Revolution! Shit. Yeah, oh, you worse. hate that show. And where they are trying to wander through the subway tunnel, like these abandoned subway tunnels. Oh my god, this fucking scene! Yeah. And oh my god. The entrance gets sealed, but they're still in a fucking massive. Uh, subway tunnel system and within hours they're all hallucinating from lack of oxygen because all the air they breathed up all the air in this in this subway tunnel are their lungs the size of football fields yep basically mm-hmm. uh anything else on this where we're getting to I, th- about- I thought paris was going to regurgitate into the baby's mouth when he was telling his baby <laughs> bird story <laughs> uh. <laughs> And I, I realized pretty quick, it's like, oh, just fill the hypo with the air. Wait a minute, though. If the air is the particulates, couldn't they have just done CPR on that thing? Well, yeah, but did you want to do CPR on that thing? Well, but I mean, it would have been closer to the baby bird metaphor. Maybe they also needed, like, uh, a more concentrated than, than they could get. So that's what the, yeah. the hypo did, was sort of concentrated them a little more. Yeah, Maybe. I can shoot Something it right like down. that. Wait, so, but also, actually, though, here's a question, though. If 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 whatever is in the air is giving them rashes on their faces, what is it doing to their lungs? Or their penises? Oh, I don't... Well, uh, he I don't said really it was just wanna... a skin irritant. Oh, just a skin irritant. Yeah. Sure, yeah. We All also right. lose shuttle number three in this episode. Oh, Assuming boy. we don't salvage any of it. I assume they didn't, because they were on a tight timetable. Yeah. But we're up to three gone. Well, they could have tractored it. We don't really know. Question mark. Let's go with maybe. Maybe. Neelix has has upgraded lungs anyway, so. That's That's true. true. Vidian lungs. Oh, I thought he got his lungs back. Oh, yeah, you're right. He did, but they had to, they had to like do stuff to them so that I assume that they've, they're not quite the same. Hmm. Oh, actually, it's an Ocampan lung. Yeah, but it's. Oh, yeah, he only has one lung. That's true. He has one Ocampan lung that has been like. Made to work with Vidian technology. Yeah, forgot about that. I bet the writers did too. Well, they never brought up breathing as an issue on this planet, so... Yeah, yeah. That's true. I just mean, I'm sure, you know, there's a decent chance sometime in future. We'll see a scan of Neelix and they'll both be there or something. We should move on. Yeah, I mean, so this, I'm trying to find a segue, there isn't this, one. This ended on a yeah, fizzle. this is... This Speaking is, of all this, the air been, going out of We've been very persistent in our pursuit of this, discussing this episode of Vision. Oh, oh, yes. uh, T- Tom Paris brings up that his father is a dick. Speaking of Paris's father being a dick, there persistence of Vision. <laughs> there we go. In persistent, persistence, per, there's no Z in persistent, persi- wow. Persistence oh. is futile. In persistence of Vision. The Voyager is about to go to the space belonging to the both of D's nuts. Yep, I got it in first, motherfuckers. So the Voyager is about to go to the space belonging to the Botha, and it's going to be this whole thing to get permission to go through their space. Also, Janeway's been having a lot of meetings lately, and she's in a mood, so Tiny Doctor is like, take a break. Why? And she Hold goes, me closer, Tiny Doctor. At least he was like... <laughs> To scale this time and not just a bad stretch effect. Yeah, that was bad. Though he still had a dumb voice. So she goes to the holodeck and stuff happens. It doesn't matter. Well, Guy Face kisses her. I guess that sort of plays oh, into it. Lord Burley, what will your children think? And what's <laughs> this- going on on the fourth floor? Yes. But then the both get there and they're like, we have a test for you, but we're not going to tell you what it is and stuff. And then Janeway starts hallucinating stuff from her hollow novel in real life. 
And it's like, well, the captain's gone completely fucking crazy, but then Kes can see them too. So it's like, wait a minute, something's up here. And... Chakotay, you're in charge. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, they go to have the negotiation, but then everyone starts hallucinating and going catatonic. And speaking of unnecessary revelations, apparently Balana really wants to fuck Chakotay. Could have done without that. Kes and the Doctor are the only ones unaffected. Kes starts to get affected, but uses her mind powers to tell the guy to go fuck himself. It sets off a resonance burst that makes the hallucinations go away and the alien ships. So was the guy a Botha? We don't know. They put her on their merry way. And Janeway had been feeling guilty about kissing a hologram when Mark is still out there. But maybe now she isn't. I don't Wait, know. Wait, she felt guilty about it? Yeah, that kept coming up. It did? Yeah. How did I miss that? I don't know. You weren't paying a lot of attention, I guess. Yeah, when she's talking <laughs> with, with Balana at the end, and Balana's like, I didn't realize I had feelings for Chakotay, because I don't. What was that about? And Jane was, Jane was like, yes, we both had very interesting unconscious desires and problems that came up, didn't we? And we're like, did you? Really? No. But also, like, I don't know. Everybody fucks holodecks, don't they? Or holo- yeah, it's just whatever it's a, is. It's, a, it's, a it's just porn, isn't it? Yeah, I, I said it. I said it. He's... Like, look, Lord Burley is basically just a dildo with a face. Like. Yeah, plus the fact that he's fictional, like, it's fine. It's not like you're doing a Barkley or anything. Oh, yeah, gross. No. Yeah, yeah if, they, if, if, like, Bolana went and made a Chakotay doll in the holodeck, that would be different. But And all the men going their own way in the audience are like, oh, it'd be fine if a woman did it. <laughs> but you wouldn't think it was gross then. <sighs> so Lord, Lord Burley is supposed to be handsome, but it's apparently he's supposed to be burly. Like, I don't... What the fuck kind of name is that? I, I feel like by, like, early 1800 standards, he might be. I don't know. I thought, like, he was supposed to be, like, romance novel handsome, but, like... Yeah, like, more like Fabio. No, this man. is... This is romance novel from, like, the 1800s, though. That's... Di- it's, a, it's different. Yeah, wow, he's alive and wealthy. I was yeah. Thinking, like, Ooh, sexy. Fabio type or something, you know? But... But this this guy, birds. I don't know. There's just like Maybe this is what Fabio looks like after Bird Strike. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody about that. everyone doesn't like you know, it's like, oh, but he was injured. It's like he was injured. Fucking killed the bird. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean I feel Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> no, but seriously, poor Fabio. R.I.P. that bird. So this episode, for me, felt kind of like it was all over the place. A um, little bit. I liked know, like, some of the ideas. The ideas yeah. that reminded me of uh, where no one has gone before. I was like, yeah, yeah. fun. I like that. Mm. I, I love how when we're seeing people on the view screen, it's like, oh, it's Mark. Oh, it's Tapel. Oh, it's Admiral Paris. It's the oh, salt it's Libby. Monster. We totally skip looking at Libby. Libby's there, but we don't want to pay that actress again because she's awful. Well, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing, though. It was actually Tom that he saw, but he's like, oh, it's Libby. It's Libby, my girlfriend. Yeah, it's my girlfriend. What, I, what I said was like, everyone gets to see like loved ones and wives and all this. Oh, that implies wives aren't loved ones. I apologize. Wow. He gets to see their loved ones and such. But Tom gets his father calling him an asshole. Yeah, I guess it was whoever was going to get fits. you riled up. You yeah, know, I guess dis- so. Distract you enough to not do your job. You know what it was? The alien looked into Tom's mind and just saw a sea of women and went, this is not, <laughs> this is not going to work. Too much. 
I was also confused because, as we've said before, when we see Janeway looking longingly at the photos of her loved ones, it's usually men with dog. Yeah. So the fact Where that later we see we see man, I'm like, why do we not see the dog? Yeah. The dog is who she really misses. I don't know yeah. because they had they had her earlier in the episode looking at a picture of her, the man, and the dog. And then when they just showed the man later, I was really confused. Where was the dog? They Who was that man? That, they could, should have cropped the dog out of that photograph, <laughs> and then I'd be less confused. I don't recognize Mark without the dog next to him. That's right. It's a good thing she said it was Mark, or I'd have been like, who the fuck is that? Is that Lord Burley again? Maybe. Oh, God. Is that no. Lord so Burley? Generic remember. You're like, wow, he's not nearly ugly enough. Definitely not Lord Burley. Yeah. So uh, anyway, really? this alien... This alien that's that's messing with their heads apparently has been because they don't come across the aliens for a while after Janeway has already started to go a little nuts. Is that so, the timeline? I thought so. I thought like she had already like started seeing like the the food in 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 the mess and the hall teacup. Before. Yeah. But, oh yeah, you're right. That is after, or yeah. that is before we actually see them, and they're like backlit and won't show their faces, even though we want. It's not like we're going to recognize them. <sighs> Fuck you guys. And then he's like, "Oh, there's there's going to be a test." And of course, ah, yes, obviously, you're doing the Q thing. Thanks. Yeah, mm. The answer is jellyfish. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, this so guy. This guy's been following them for a while and knew enough about them already to know that oh, I should fuck with Janeway first for some reason, because she's the captain, make the captain think she's crazy. But then somehow Janeway becomes less susceptible to it later because she was one of the last people to get catatonic. It's that strong Captain Will of hers. Yeah. yeah but but she was the first one to, to kind of lose it. And well, because that's when it was one. all being concentrated on her, once it was being spread out. But uh, both of okay. was just being sexist. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I got a little lost during? So at the beginning, um, when Janeway is first seeing fucking Beatrice being the worst, Kes can see her too. And then, you know, Beatrice flies and does a thing. And then later does the same thing when Mrs. Templeton is around being the worst. Um, Kes can see her as well. But later on, I don't get the impression that Kes can see anyone else's hallucinations. Like there's just people standing around, you know, gawking at whatever they're looking at, not interacting at all. I got a little little confused, like, where is the point at which you can't see the hallucination? The hallucination think, becomes you. I don't think the writers gave it that much thought. Well, also, like, why did the girl fly into, vo- into Janeway's... Because head? Kess is a mirror, whatever that means. I mean, so that never came back. That never, No, it didn't. That it's never true. had any relevance to the plot. No, no, it did at the end when she used the mirror to put oh. the pus boils onto the... Is that what the mirror thing was? Both, uh... Yeah, that's... Oh, the man, I never got The doctor was like, the that. mirror! I thought that was just something Tuvok was teaching her about how to be a better telepath. No, no, it's something she was somehow... Oh. Yeah. Did she accidentally really, fall unclear. in his lap while he was Very. teaching her how to do that as well, or... What do we yes. think? Accurate. Okay, good. Great. Yeah, and really now two bots in love with her too. <laughs> another another element in this episode that didn't pay off was the whole oh we're installing holodeck stuff all over the ship so the doctor can move around. And we have the one scene of Tiny Doctor at the beginning 
But then that never comes back up. Well, it was just so Janeway could be like, you. maybe this is why I'm seeing holodeck things. Because they're fucking with oh, the holodeck. Oh, yeah. But oh, then that's they a dis- good point. But then they dismiss that immediately. Yeah. Like, yep. So. But that was literally the only reason. Yeah, now clue me in, because I know the reason that they're doing the, this whole, like, let's put up all these different hologram emitters around the ship so the EMH can be in places other than the than sickbay, because the writers are feeling really constrained by this already at, you know, top of season two. Do we see that in the future, or does that get dropped entirely and he just stays in sickbay? Uh, well, I think we do see it somewhat in the future i can't remember but eventually we he gets some technology that lets him but that's unrelated to what they're doing now But that's unrelated but i I do think that we might see more of the doctor being able to appear in a couple of spots i do so at least setting that up at least it does feel a little silly that like you think you just write in from the off like yeah he can't go over the whole ship but you'd think all right the sick bay the bridge, engineering. Yeah. These are the three places. Because again, obviously <laughs> the I- people are likely to get injured. Yeah. And I get that the idea wasn't that he's going to be the CMO. But if you're like, oh, shit, I need an extra doctor on the bridge. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, especially considering it's an emergency medical thing, right? So if you, yeah. you know, if there's an emergency, like, like a console blows up in somebody's face the doctor might be in sickbay. It's going to take him a few minutes, him or her, I should say, or, or them. I don't know. Well, it's that's when you transport that doctor, person to sickbay. It's going to take the physical doctor time to get to the bridge, but the hollow doctor could just bloop, appear on what the about, bridge. What about site-to-site transport, though? Yeah, but you need depending the transporters on the si- need to be online. You need, mm. you know. That's and depending they're on the they're situ- never online. And depending on the situation, it might be dangerous. Who knows? Um, I don't know. It does. I, I agree, Chris. I think it makes sense to have... Yeah, they could have uh, just said from the off, like, these are the three places he can go. Yeah. And if, like, and if they thought of it later and were like, oh, we could be like, oh, that was like a system that what, you know, because the Voyager is a new ship, you know, oh, they installed it, but they haven't activated it yet. But we yeah, figured was, out how to do it. It was going to be installed Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we just, we, we got around to it now. Thursday. See, what, what I think would have been great is in the, if in the climax of this episode, when they, when, you know, Kess finally starts losing it. If they didn't do the whole fucking mirror thing, but then the doctor's like, I'm the only one left who can help because now Kess is also catatonic. And then he has to transfer himself to engineering, but they still haven't fixed it. So it's Tiny Doctor and Tiny Doctor has to save the day. Yep. (laughs) You fixed it. I was expecting him to have be like, because she was in engineering having trouble. I thought maybe, oh, shit, he's going to have to. Oh, nope, nope, no payoff. Yeah. It was just so Tiny Doctor could order Janeway to the holodeck. I did read that Picardo's children love that scene. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) How did they feel about the scene where he was being really creepy with Kess in the last episode? (laughs) They love that one, too. (laughs) Oh, good. Anything that he's in, basically. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like this was a decent idea. I think the execution was maybe a little watered down. I know. Let's get back to to the Bolana thing, too, because Roxanne Dawson is adamant that Bellana was not in love with Chakotay. Damn that it was That it was just the whole, like, thing that the aliens put in her brain, thinking, like, is this what you want? Here you go. Um, you know what? I accept that. I love that idea. It comes from the actor, so it's canon. Yeah, he's a, he's a superior figure. You're, you're into that, right? Really, they should have just done 
her mom because she like like they did with with Paris because yeah. her mom is someone with whom she has many many tense moments about you know her upbringing and all this shit. Um, I was about to say this would have been great, but I think we're too early in the timeline. Said so, no, no, you get fucking the guy that plays Eddington. And he shows up. <laughs> Turns out she's been carrying a torch for him. <gasps> That's hot. The the you know I could see that maybe being into the leader of the revolution. Mm. He shows up in full like fucking lame is gear. Yeah, I was gonna say Javert uh, outfit. No, no, Javert is the like symbol of authority. Oh, he's the cop. Be, like, yeah, that's right. He's um. He's, he's gonna be there in like you know Belgium. one of those little fucking what do they call those weird things? Actually, wait, lame uh, isn't clubs. the French revolution. For Lebens is in the French Revolution, <laughs> it's the student revolution. Anyway. Anyway. Doing great. He we, shows up in a blouse <laughs> and knickers and is like, Belana, can't you hear the people sing? And they fuck. Write the this, fanfic, this, I was going to say, this is really uncomfortable. Is this fanfiction? <laughs> I'm sure someone's uh, already written it. I hope so. Ed- I... Eddington, Belana, Slash. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they fixed her forehead, I noticed. Yeah. It's better Eddie. than it was? It's the forehead I grew used to, because oh, okay. for a while she had, like, four sets of ridges. She now has three. So they went from a forehead to a three head. Yes. At least they didn't go to a five I head. Think, it was already looking I think big. what they did was they slightly changed her hair to make it look like her hair is just hiding the fourth ridge, as opposed to it just vanished. Hmm. But yeah, she. this is the forehead I remember her having. Yeah. So Janeway sees Mark. No yep. dog. No dog. Kim sees... Um, Libby, that's his thing. oboe. Tuvok sees his wife. And Tom his liar. sees uh, his dad. Milana sees Chakotay. Kess sees Neelix. We'd never find out who Neelix sees, I don't think. And we don't know who Chakotay sees. Chakotay. So I'm really Eddington. I'm curious. Yep. Yeah. Both of them see Eddington. Uh, I don't know. I mean, as far as we know, the last person he slept with was Zial, and that didn't go well. Wait, what? He, as far as we know, the last person he slept with was not Zial. Yeah, I was gonna say, what the fuck? Um, the secret Cardassian. Oh, oh Seska. Oh, Seska. Seska. Chakotay. Oh, yeah, Fresca. Oh, yeah, I could actually see it being Seska, though, because she's kind of Oh, well, yeah. yeah but, but now that he knows it's all gone wrong, you know, honestly, I'm She could I'm glad- be tempting him, though. True. No, you know what it probably would have been had they written it was him having some sort of really racist vision of like his family or his gods or something. I'm glad they yeah. didn't do it then. Good maybe for them. Yeah. Saw, maybe Good he saw Balana, ironically. He's, no, they were going to finally show it was his spirit guide was because he hasn't told anyone because hmm. you're not supposed to. It's like it's like a birthday wish. Hope it's a I hope it's a seahorse. <laughs> Why? I don't know, because seahorses are adorable. They are. Well, so what's the problem? I, just, I don't know. I, just, I just, like the, the you know, Demi's underwater during his visions, or is the seahorse like in a little floating bubble of water going blub? I wouldn't worry about it too much. It's a spirit guide, animal guide, <laughs> animal guide. Sorry, animal. I couldn't remember what they called it. I was trying to remember. Is Admiral Paris a worse father than Worf? <laughs> oh God, yes. Well, I don't like, know. We, he does. He does acknowledge Admiral his son. Paris. This was. This was. This was Tom's interpretation interpretation of his father. I think, I mean, we are going to meet the real Admiral Paris uh, in the future. Played by a different actor. Played by a different actor. And he, and he seems like a very, a very nice guy. He seems like, like if, if Patrick was actually an admiral, 
he might be like Admiral Paris. Here's the thing, though. A lot of people's parents seem cool when they're not your parents. That's true. But no, he he seems like a nice, like, mild-mannered kind of guy that cares about his son. This this is like fucking... Most people don't abuse their children in front of other people, though. You know what I mean? Most people aren't, like, telling their kids what a piece of shit they are in front of other people. Fair. Fair. Also, by then, you know, it might be like he cares about his son because he's realized, oh, God, I lost him. And uh, that can change a person. Yeah. Mm. I also imagine, though, that, like, given how much of a fuck up Tom has been up to this point in his life, that true, he's somewhat justified in thinking Tom's a piece of shit. It does make you wonder, like, if Tom, like, Tom mustn't have joined Starfleet because he wanted to originally. Yeah. Like, he, it, he, it, he probably was following daddy's yeah doing like the legacy family thing Big time legacy yep yeah you know he probably comes i mean I don't if they ever establish it formally but there's a good chance he's from a long line of starfleet you know yeah like lieutenant dan yep last thing i wanted to mention was of course uh janeway likes coffee ice cream yeah i was like, <laughs> I was like that's appropriate that, well that... it's kind of funny though because isn't coffee ice cream only really a thing in new england i mean I'm like you can get it sure, elsewhere sure but but I mean, I feel like it's most popular around here. It is most common here. Because I know, Jake, you told that story once where you went to a diner out of the area and they had literally never heard of it. Well, they had never heard of coffee milkshakes. Ah. Like, they thought that you had to add oh, like coffee, coffee, like hot coffee to a milkshake. Oh. Or just melt the ice cream. But yeah, coffee... They must have thought you were a real idiot. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Coffee, yeah. But yeah, coffee ice cream is, is biggest here. It's also coffee confections are pretty big in Japan for some reason. Ooh, yum. Uh, and are actually like one of the main places you can find uh, coffee jello, which originated here, but then fell out of popularity. That's I've What about that. tiramisu? That's a coffee dessert. Well, That's Italian. Yeah, Italians like coffee. Yeah, actually, coffee. So there's a great Italian candy called pocket coffee that's like, it's a little chocolate. But it's a, it's filled with like an espresso goo. Gel? Goo. Yeah, that kinda. sounds good. And it's um, fucking delicious. Vapor. <laughs> that made, sounds good. They're made in, they're, I think they're made by Ferrero, and I'm pretty sure they're made in the United States, but they're only sold in Italy. Like you that know, makes sense. Which is weird. <laughs> um, the other New England exclusive, is, or I guess two coffee Coffee related. syrup? Well, co- well, yeah, coffee syrup, coffee milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee liqueur. Well, not like Kahlua, but like uh, coffee brandy. You never see that elsewhere. And coffee soda. Ever have coffee soda? I don't know if they still make it. I've oh, had it. I love that shit. Polar, it makes polar makes a really it. good float. Coke oh, has actually yum. released. It is the best for ice cream floats. One hundred and ten percent. Coke has released like a coffee spiked Coke now. It's okay. But that's like marketed as an energy drink, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but like coffee, like polar coffee soda was just like basically straight up sugary coffee carbonated. Oh, that sounds good. Yum. Yeah, I, uh, I'd be 100% on board. I love that shit. I have made coffee jello, and you can actually find it in like specialty stores sometimes. What you do is you like, you pour a little bit of creamer onto it when you eat it. It's quite nice. Oh, it's Ooh. wicked good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. Next time we actually tape together, we should bring you some because it's mm. pissa. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but bringing us back in. Yeah, we're also behind on 
uh, giving each other Christmas presents. I'm sure everyone at home is wondering, why haven't we had the Christmas present episode yet? Because we haven't seen each other, dicks. <laughs> yeah, get One on day. backs. COVID and colds and maybe next week. Yeah, I'm continue we're continuing to be virtual, which is fine. Was there anything we'll else there. about the persistence of vision that you guys wanted to bring up? I really wanted somebody to stomp on the Botha's crotch when he was all curled up on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I felt underwhelmed by the resolution, especially when that dude just vanished. And he's like, and I'm never not really here. <laughs> I'm sure fans assume he's a Q or something. That's right, because uh, every word that I've been reading about, like, synopses for this episode, they're like, it's unclear if this guy was actually a Bothan, or if he's, like, the only Bothan, or if there's more of them, or what exactly this even was, because they don't really make it clear. They do not. So does, is, I think, yeah, it feels like they were just, there was stuff that was meant to be established that they just didn't, like, so if you notice, when they had the the space battle, the ships that were attacking were all just, different they were all different like one of them looked like a kazon ship the other one looked like something else looked a little like um, a cardassian ship well and one was out of tom's flight training from the week before i thought hmm. they were but just i thought we just saw jem hadar ships yeah, those in the flight like, I thought training. Were just hadar ships. that's so what i thought screen for a second so that's what i thought know. too but i think they were actually this one of the uh, both in ships oh but, i missed that so my you know my assumption they, and they they established that like oh no one who enters both in space Nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever comes out. Oh no! Uh, I'm home. <laughs> and, and so th this guy is Slugworth. <laughs> so I guess the implication is that he, you go, you fly into both in space. He fucks with your head, kills you, and steals your ship. Probably. And then uses your ship to attack other ships. But then it mm. turns out that those were just in, like, imaginary, like, like, imaginary. Sh so I don't fucking know. If, I mean, I guess there's, I guess there's something to be said for you know leaving something mysterious and not explaining everything. It's just chalk it up to some weird space shit. <laughs> but um, it would be nice if you feel like the writers knew at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe they meant to bring this guy back someday and just never do. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's always a possibility because I know like. We had, like, second caretaker floating around, but I think we might see her at some point. Yeah, I think we're going to see her. Very soon, actually. I okay, was good. Looking at, I was looking at upcoming episodes, and yes. Good. I'm excited to see her. I'm also excited that this was the last that we're going to see any of the Holland novel, because we're done with them now, because the fans right. apparently God, it's did terrible. not like it. Why? Well, no, the children bad. were the worst. And the children were terrible. Burley I liked was hideous. I liked and Templeton. Yeah, she was crazy. She was I giving some strong Frau Blucher vibes in this one, and I was there for it. Some what? Mm -hmm. Some very strong Frau Blucher vibes. <laughs> From Young Frankenstein? Yeah. Stay close okay. to the candles. Yeah, except for the murderous rampage part at the end. Yeah, like you was... know, I think push the right way, Blucher would have gone there. But that was also another hallucination, so. Yeah, that too. All right, let's move on. This Because this was uh, a not great, fairly middling week. I don't know. Yeah. If it, I don't know if we're gonna ever talk about these ones again. It's gonna depend on if the rest of the season's any good or really bad. We'll see. But one thing we did get to see this episode was our good new friend Admiral Paris, and that's appropriate because we're gonna talk about Admiral stuff this week Whoa. for our oh, special boy. blog post corner activity. I know last week and the week before, and you should go check this out on our Tumblr if you had haven't yet. But we were talking about all manner of Starfleet uniforms. And this week, we're going to talk about Admiral uniforms. 
Jake, I need you to allow screen sharing. Why? Cause you, cause I can't just describe Admiral uniforms to you. You guys should see it because you know all our fans at home are looking at it, at them on our Tumblr right now. Right. The link is in the notes. You got all it, our, lady. All our fan is looking at them right now. Yes, like us on the Tumblr so that you can see them all the time. There we go. All right, so Admiral and other flag officer uniforms. There's going to be some weirdness as I go forward with specifically the Kelvin timeline, because what the fuck Kelvin timeline? Everyone's in a different uniform in every different fucking scene. But we're going to start off with the different flag officers whom we meet in the original series. And their uniforms are basically just the normal TOS uniforms, but with a different pin. And really big sleeve stuff. Yeah, yeah. lots of sleeve stuff. Yeah, they get the they get the the whole like cuff thing going. Oh yeah. So we see some admirals and uh, and commodores here, and yeah, they have like fucking bling. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you know, it just kind of makes sense because you know I think TOS was the most influenced by just the real world military, and generally speaking, an admiral's uniform doesn't look too different. They've just got really fancy like sideboards and shit. Yeah, I still find like the TOS uniforms just to look like you're wearing a sweater. You're, yeah. you're probably just gonna chill in the house. So I'm I was, I was a sweater ex- chilling in the house right now. Yeah, I was expecting the admirals to at least like look a little fancier, but mm. it's fine. Ames isn't mad; she's just disappointed. I'm just yeah, I'm a little disappointed, but I also like it was the '60s and they had no money, so I give them a little bit of a pass. Yeah. Also, any excuse to show our good friend Commodore Decker here. Yep. Because on timelines, he is, he's got a really good avatar. Plus, that means we get to see the head-to-toe look, which yeah. is just a TOS look. Moving forward, the motion picture, we see uh, Admiral Kirk. And unclear if one of these is dress admiral versus normal admiral, because there's kind of two different looks that we see him in. Yeah. I rather like the short-sleeved one. It's like... Admiral on the go. <laughs> For me, it kind of feels like what Hank Azaria wears in the birdcage. Like it's the Hank Azaria in birdcage version of the Admiral look. I've never seen the birdcage. I don't know. He just kind of is dressed like a pool boy. It just <laughs> feels very pool boy. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> prefer the like the gray and white one. I think it's one of the only good uniforms from that movie. Yeah, he looks I... like he's a fucking tour guide of Starfleet. Like, and on your left, you'll see... You know, I don't suppose know. suppose that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the short sleeved one, for some reason, looks really navel to me. But yeah, I agree. It looks I think, comfy. I think it that does, these, yeah. I think that, that the one on the left may be one of the better episode, uh, better uh, uniforms from that movie. I agree. See, the thing is, I really don't like the color blocking because it just looks like he's wearing a bib. Mm. It just looks like looks like he's about to like have some like barbecue ribs and doesn't want to get any on his actual uniform. Well, I, I think it just one makes of the him look better curvy. ones in that movie. If not. well, lowest bar, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, moving forward in Wrath of Khan onwards, the I don't even know what the difference between the normal uniforms and the admiral uniforms are. I mean, oh, it's maybe it's gold, like it's, yeah, it's got that gold, yeah, gold piping, gold stripe. The, yeah, here in the in the. Uh, flappy bit. Yeah, that's the main difference. And as you see, some of them wear their medals. Oh, yeah. This guy's got some medals. Cartwright's got some medals. They might have a different... There's not really a good picture available, but I, I think there might be a different emblem on the on the, the, the cuff. Right here? Yeah, oh, it's, the cuff. Kind of, it's kind of similar to the thing they had Oops. in um, TOS, the big, like, round logo they wore. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I also recall that different ranks had did on the on the little shoulder thing that that clis- that clasps the um yeah. Uh there's different there's different emblems that go on there as well. Yeah, that's where your rank pips are. Yeah, but they're not really pips. No, they're, they're yeah, they're it's like a funky looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to look at them compared to the norm the uh the, just the duty officer uniform to see how different they are. Yeah, but again, they look a lot alike. Also, you have on the on the slide Commander Commander Starfleet, Starfleet. and he look. I mean, he's wearing like yeah, he's wearing the variant, the jacket, just like a straight up. I think that's just a straight up out and about jacket. Yeah, except again, he's still got that like admiral's disc on his yeah Mm -hmm. strap. Yeah, like like the like all the other Rathacon uniforms. It looks good. It looks fine. Yep. I don't know if, you know, in a crowd, I'd be able to tell you which one the Admiral was, but... I think no, it's, no, it's definitely gold. the gold and the white stripe on the sleeve. Hmm. All right, we get to TNG. Oh, boy. And boy, is it a low point in Admiral's wear. Because we start off, we see in season one, we know our good friend Admiral Quinn, we know our good friend Admiral fucking Jameson, and their shirt just has almost like they're wearing like a Miss America Oh, like a sash. Yeah. Sash. But it's yeah. in the shirt. It's just a design in the shirt. The shirt also like just kind of like cuts off and does this funny little flare. It's also very short. Like I'm sure if you weren't wearing pants, you'd see belly button here. Like it's a little crop top and I really think they're ugly as hell. It is so weird. It is such a distracting design. It actually looks best on Jameson because you don't see all that fucking nonsense at the bottom because he's seated. Hmm. And also it distracts from whatever the fuck else is going on with his stupid face. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that stripe across is weird. Very weird. What a weird choice. So strange. Yeah, not not the best. And they were super, super into gold piping everywhere. So much. Like we're going to see it next week. We're we're talking dress uniforms and holy shit, TNG's dress uniforms. So just like, let's add gold for reasons. I do... Like the um, end of the sleeve where like there's a little bit of black peeking out on the cuff. Okay. Again, I prefer the piping not be there. But that's about it. I think without the piping, the black would look wrong, though. Maybe more black piping. If we had mm. black piping going all the way up. Maybe, yeah. So these. So one one thing is, is these remind me a little bit of the Discovery Season 4 uniforms in that they have, you know, it's the it's the. The color red in this case, and yeah. then the stripe, uh, stripe down the side. Yeah, Ooh, I hate that black. the stripe goes across though. Yeah, that is silly. Because yeah, it makes they... it, it it adds to the weird shape of the bottom of the shirt. Yeah, it is super bizarre. Uh, we if they also just see... like made one of these and had multiple actors. Wear I am willing to bet that's what happened. Yikes. Yeah, but also in TNG, we see several different Admiral's uniforms because come season two, we see a whole different one that just has kind of like all this fucking, it looks like like the kind of like flouncy ribbon you put on a Christmas present mm. across the chest. Their Admiral bars are vertical on their collars, which are red versus the shoulders, which are black. Again, the sleeves are kind of cool, though. Yeah. Overall, compared to the predecessor, this one's much better. Much better. I still hate it. Not as much gold. No, no gold. I'll take that. What's with the? There's like a a white. I mean, sorry, a red piping stripe on the on the men's trouser. 
which is... Oh, shit, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. It makes me it makes me think like, yeah, no one should take the admiralty because you'll have to wear this <laughs> shitty clothes. Well, so what's interesting, though, is that the, the collar effect here is reminiscent of the TNG season one and season two that also had a stripe across, you know, the collarbone area. Right. Yeah, oh, I guess that's was. what they're going the for. Idea. Not the collar collar. Not the, yeah, not the, the neck collar. Not, not, not the neck part, but the the actual. Yeah. Yeah, see, I like the neck part most because it's kind of like the Yesterday's Enterprise neck, which I like. Mm. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. a little, it's like a very short turtleneck, but with, like, structure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say this is an improvement over season one, but it's uh, not still still not that good looking. Still a weird. Yeah, but at least it doesn't look like it's going to be, like, giving you the eye dream of Genie with a little belly button slip. <laughs> All right, that's seasons that's three that's through five, we see one. We see a variant that we see an awful lot of. Ooh, that's that got this v. got this funny V cut. No, with, that's hot. You know what it is? Is Nana's gonna wear it without the undershirt later, and it's gonna be. It's not an undershirt. It's all the shirt. Oh well, it's, it's all one piece. Well, that's fucking stupid. Then why would you do that? <laughs> why would anyone fucking do that? If it's not meant to be sexy, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this one fall compared to seasons one and two? Well, one is the stupidest, but this is pretty. <laughs> this is pretty stupid. It's fine, you know. It's it's kind of yeah. I don't, why the deep V? <laughs> I don't know. Poor admirals. Like it makes me. It makes me understand why admirals go evil so often because they dress them so poorly. Yeah, explains a lot. Yeah, I don't know. This one. It looks kind of dumpy. You know? We lose the cool sleeve. It's just stripey stuff on the sleeves again. Yeah. Instead of like that nice little little cut. Yeah. But yeah. but by not having the big thick cuff, at least it takes away some of the like bling bling bling. You know. <laughs> mm. yeah, we're back to gold piping everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're always using gold piping everywhere. I think all of TNG and DS9, you're going to see gold piping on fucking clothes. Yeah. Say another an admiral. Basically. Moving forward, the other TNG uniform for admirals that we see, especially on Necheyev, because we see Necheyev an awful lot rocking this, is a lot more understated, which I appreciate. It's basically um, just the dress uniform, isn't it? No. I think the dress, the dress uniform is a lot longer. The dress okay. uniform is super long, and we're going to look at the dress uniforms next week, but fucking hell, dress uniforms. Uh, it is still... Longer than the other shirts we've seen. Mm. The collar is a very, I think the collar is pretty dignified in that it's like that kind of Nehru collar. Yeah. With the little Admiral pips. And I think the gold piping on this one is the least offensive to me. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot less. That's why it feels like it's, plus it it almost makes it look like it's a jacket, like a zip up. Yeah. And maybe there is, maybe there's a zipper. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. a zipper there, and they're just hiding it with the piping. I think right, that's right. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, well, like it looks I'm intentional. I'm on board. I'm on board. It's not just random gold shit, just because bling bling bling. It's kind of intentional looking gold shit that doesn't like <laughs> because look zip, zip, fully zip. wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably the best of the TNG looks, in my if opinion. You, if you want, if you want the the real gold presentation you need a cues oh i've got him later we're gonna look at him shortly yeah because that's that's a gold uh garland (laughs) i like gold 
said the yeah, Starfleet so, Admiral. Yeah, moving, yeah, moving off. The other, like, really, really one-off Admiral designs we see. Yeah, so in Encounter at Farpoint, when Q is impersonating an Admiral, he just full-off, full-on has Christmas decorations wrapped around his neck like he's about to hang himself from a Christmas tree. It sort of suggests the flappy thing from uh, the Rathacon uniforms, yeah. Yeah. But so much, way too much. Well, yeah, but I think that that was intentional. You know, I think it was. What the hell's with, what's with Ebenezer Picard over here? That's from yeah. that hollow the program kid. the alien yeah. boy was having Riker run. Yeah, know, it's, in... it's, it's not real. Thank God, because yeah. I hate it. But it is a real design that we get to see. Yeah, in Future Imperfect. Ad, we have Admiral Picard walking around with some of the ugliest fucking com badges that we discussed a couple weeks ago. And also this really awkward looking jacket thing with a with a really unflattering shoulder stripe. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't like yeah. that at all. The length is very wrong. But the goatee is is fantastic. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why they didn't keep that in. Three gold piping stars for the goatee. <laughs> mm. And the final Admiral uniform that we see in this era is a, I think it's a flashback in Voyager episode Coda, which we okay. haven't come across yet, but it's very uninteresting. Yeah, yeah it's pretty boring. It does Needs seem to have a belt. Yeah. Which points for belt. Well, I bet he added that because he's a little pudgy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this'll, this'll nip in at my natural waist. Look very nice, but it should be up higher. My opinion. Anyway. I don't know. I, we don't really see a full length of, of um whichever admiral this is. If it were higher, it might look even more weird. Mm. But yeah, the, the shoulders blocking is the same as we see on like most TNG episodes. We have only a little bit of gold. Yeah. I like gold. I was going to say he likes gold. <laughs> he likes gold just the right amount. Uh, All right, keep it moving forward, though, because uh, Deep Space Nine, once the Deep Space Nine uniforms change when First Contact has come out, we start seeing the Admiral uniforms looking an awful lot like the Deep Space Nine uniforms with, like, the lavender shoulder padding stuff. Yep, but they got that belt. Oh, yeah, I love got, the they, belt they so the belt. much. Janeway looking fly. That's a belt that can keep an ostrich from murdering you. What? <laughs> oh, my. I have no idea what he's talking about. Johnny Cash owned ostriches. Okay. And one of his ostriches almost gutted him. And the only thing that kept it from like fully ripping him open was that it's talon caught on his big ass country singer belt buckle. Uh, okay. And that saved his life. Dude. Yep. Don't farm ostriches. Nope. Weird. And if you're gonna, don't fuck with them because they'll kill you. Damn. There's real Admiral Paris. Yeah, this is Ooh. the Admiral Paris that we're going to see later in Voyager with this uniform and with this actor. Looking good. Yeah, so far, these might be the high point of Admiral uniforms for me. Yeah, yeah Janeway looks fly as fuck. Look at her. Because they, they also look more professional this way somehow than just yeah. having weird gold on an otherwise normal looking uniform. I think what I don't like about these is that it's got that like... I don't know, the top looks like it's made of a sweater. 
yeah, so that's like the I've shift, said, yeah. I've said the same thing about the normal Deep Space Nine. Yeah, um, I it's it's never bothered me before, but maybe it's because these are all drawings. It just it's very apparent, so I'm just like, Ugh. oh no, they're like that in the actual show as well. Oh, good. If, well, if you look close at at these jackets, like they look like fucking blankets. All right. Well, not not big on that. Yeah, but after watching old. seven, after watching seven seasons of Deep Space Nine and never giving a shit, this is it. This is the moment when I'm like, you know what, I could do without it. <laughs> All right. In the future, in the episodes like Endgame, we meet Admiral Janeway. Spoilers. Who's wearing the same kind of uniform that we see in like All Good Things and The Visitor? And I think the only difference in this uniform is the little admiral bar and the gold and I a little bit like- of gold. Yeah. This to me looks like it looks to me like almost like a NASA space, like a NASA uh, engineer's outfit or you know what I mean? Like um, a flight suit? Uh, almost. I just mean like it looks like astronaut clothing, mm. which I mean, I guess they are sort of, but you know, <laughs> they are astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. This iteration has also got the badge that I really like. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I'm a big fan of the shirt. Or the pants, but it's it's better than TNG <laughs> season one. I don't I, I I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if I like the shirt or the pants. So all you're saying is you don't like it. I'm saying I like the com badge, and that's it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, and again, we've got that weird piping across the the instead of it just being like a broader stripe, it's that stupid. Oh upside. yeah, it's this like thing. A, it's like a frowny face. I don't like it. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I would say this is a pretty big fail. <laughs> but also she looks like betty white in this shot which r.i.p betty so at first when it came up i was like holy fuck was betty white on fucking star trek oh that would have been amazing going back in time to enterprise we meet an admiral he looks like a fucking uh, admiral pilot forest looks like i mean it's what? enterprise a pilot oh he, yeah he just looks like he like he looks like he's getting ready to fly for delta oh that kind of a pilot <laughs> yeah that kind of pilot mm. Like he's going to hand some kid their wings. Here you go, Johnny. Have you ever ever seen a grown man naked? You yeah, like I movies think, about think, gladiators? The, uh, the necktie uh, yeah. is kind of... Seeing yeah. a necktie in Star Trek is kind of off-putting. Yeah, you know what? And that's probably a big part of it, too. But it does. It just feels like it's a regular suit that someone... Well, the stripes at the sleeves are very airline. Airline, and... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got the little shape at the top on the shoulders of the the Enterprise pipings. Yeah, yeah. So it so you you see Enterprise in here, but yeah, it looks it looks very modern day. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know that's what they're doing. They're trying to bridge the idea of what military uniforms look like today versus what they'll look like in the future. Yeah, and I think you know, like the necktie is very Air Force and. I could see this guy being the evolution of an Air Force general. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. All right. Where it gets very confusing to me, because I haven't seen any of the Kelvin movies in years now. So I honestly forget. And there's different costumes in every fucking scene is just what counts as what. So in Star Trek 2009, when we're at the Academy, we see admirals wearing fucking... smock of some kind well they they were at paint night when they were called to uh <laughs> deal with kirk's kobayashi maru cheating these, these look yeah, like that's disgusting Romulan uniforms they do yeah, the bad. shoulders they're so they're boxy bad. also like what is the fucking fabric it looks like something you know what it looks like 
It looks like something you would make uh, seat covers for the tea out of. Mm. It looks like packing material. It looks like a magic eye. Ooh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you if stare at that that one long enough, you'll see. Ooh, there's a, there's a Santa Claus. I no, see a it's, shark. It's actually just deltas. It, you just see no. a bunch of deltas. Yeah, well, I hate it. Yeah, the material I hate looks it. what is going on. So stiff and uncomfortable. And the it guy on the right like, is clearly mowing down on a jawbreaker. I kind of mm. feel like it looks like it's made out of like uh, uh, insulation. <laughs> it's just ugly. The guy mm. on, the, on the far left here, like his isn't even properly fitted. It's just. Nope. It doesn't look. It's not draping well. Like you think like after he was sat down, some kind of wardrobe person would have come by and like fix it a little bit but it it, it looks terrible nope yeah it's no no bueno it's a no yeah, for just me all the seams look like they're just in the wrong places and it looks kind of like you're still wearing the hanger in your shoulders yeah 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 i mean it's like i say it straight up looks romulan to me yeah which kind of it kind of ends up surprising me because nothing else in the 2009 movie has this kind of aesthetic. So where the fuck did this come from? That is an excellent question. All right, moving forward, as you're going to see in Into Darkness, you still see these uniforms in the background. Yeah. So I don't know what, like, what, what is changing. I don't know if these are dress uniforms or what, but we see a couple Admiral uniforms. I think this is Admiral Marcus? Marcus and Admiral and Pike, Pike, yeah. In something that looks a bit akin to the TMP style. Yeah. So it's a big bib. With yeah, funky it's, shoulders. It's very TMP. Yeah. Even on the left's like, dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> that, Preferably that, dead. Yes. We've also got kind of epaulets now out of yeah. nowhere. I yep. love epaulets. He's a... Uh... Yeah, I don't know if they work on this particular uniform because it kind of... I don't know, like, if I squint, it kind of looks like like a cartoon of like a man standing with his arms out with them with like a giant <laughs> head on. Yeah, you're right. God damn it. Yep. It certainly does. He's got like little legs at the bottom where the, um, where the flappies, yep. where the yep. flappy is. He's got a really long torso. Oh, that's yeah. weird. What's a weird shape. Also, we don't want to improve this immensely. A fucking belt. <laughs> <laughs> imagine this imagine fucking who's this marcus no pike whichever one we can see more of marcus is on the left pike okay. is on the right one day we'll we'll be watch this movie and pike feel upset. by the wheelchair you're right yeah so imagine marcus with a belt and how much better it automatically looks there you go fucking you know I think god the, damn it part of it i think is that the um the color blocking on this one it just makes you look really wide mm. like i feel like it's got a very like the old, the opposite of a light of a of a slimming effect. It is a widening effect, and it just mm -hmm. looks huge. And maybe the belt would help, but it's just yeah. not. It's not bueno. Mm. Don't like it. Badge is all right on this one, though. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fun. Yeah, I do like the Kelvin badges because they're nice, simple throwbacks, and good for them. Yep. Moving forward, so in Star Trek Beyond, we meet Admiral Harris. Yes, Admiral Charest, who I love, wearing something that looks like the Yorktown uniforms that we talked about last week, uh, which is why I love it. They probably had to throw that together pretty quickly, because from what I recall, her scenes were all written and added in later. Really? If I'm right, I think so. 
I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure they felt like they needed something extra with Kirk's whole, like, Starfleet Crisis of Faith subplot, so they added in his scenes with her. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's a Commodore, too, so I don't know if this is, like, like what the admirals would wear, or if it's just special to Yorktown. Like I said, if you're in a movie, they're going to have 15 different variations of uniforms for any different <coughs> circumstance, because they've got the budget for it. More like yeah. Jerktown. Nice. High five. <laughs> cool. Cool. I like the belt, though. The belt is where, I, where I'm at. Belt's there nice. it is. That is a nice belt. It is. They finally got the fucking memo on belts. Yeah, and the little collar, the little little shoulder things are cute. Now, it yeah. looks like she's wearing a backpack. That's fine. The I'm collar, into that. I feel like the collar should be, like, adjustable. Because it kind of just hangs around the neck like a dog collar. I'm not sure if I love it. Well, if what Chris said is right, maybe this was a repurposed uniform that was made for a different actor, and then they had to spruce it up. Well, so bring it in for her fucking neck so it doesn't look like it's dangling off her like that. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I, I love her automatically, so extra points. All right. Well, we're moving forward to the Discovery Admirals, which are very similar to the normal Discovery costumes, but with extra, with more gold, because of course. Yep. And therefore more deltas, I assume. And a very big badge with extra deltas, yes. Yeah. I hate the, lady, I hate the badge. The lady on the left is the one who, like, was the psychiatrist or whatever, right? Yeah, Cornwall? seasons one and... Yeah, yeah, she was good. Seasons I one and two. Her. I liked her. Yeah. She yeah, otherwise, I think we've more or less discussed these when we discussed the uniforms, but now we've got, like, these kind of funky shoulder hubcaps. Yep, just, <laughs> just, just even more gold. Shoulder hubcaps. I like that. <laughs> yeah, They're fine. I feel like the pants are cool. Yeah. Yeah, pants are good. Got get some pockets going on. And again, they're fitted nicely, which I like. Yeah. Yeah, the, fit, the fits of uh, these costumes are quite nice. I just think yeah. the superfluous deltas is absolutely bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. We could take those away. All right. We jump to the future in Discovery Season 3, because of course we do. Hello, and, Admiral Daddy. <laughs> and dress Admiral Vance like he's a toddler. That's just proof of how good looking Admiral Vance is, though. He still looks good, even though his uniform is <laughs> kind of shit. It's so strange. He still looks good, even though he's probably wearing a diapy. <laughs> Ugh. No, I'm like, just kidding. It's Gross. all that big gray shape. Yep. And then these little flappies over the chest. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Ames, that big gray shape is his head. That's his <laughs> beard <laughs> and his hair, Ames. <laughs> it's so rude. You know what it is? They actually they hide snacks underneath the flaps. They like reach oh, yeah. in and He's pull got them some down snacks off, under the off. flaps, alright. They've got little hooks there, they pull like off cheese strings when no one's looking. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a there's one admiral that his flaps kind of like flip up, and he's the flying admiral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, God, someone so on the good. internet pointed out that his little admiral pips on his neck. If you look at them, they kind of look like slices of cake. And oh now it's God, the only do. it's the only thing I can see. Yep. Yeah, no. Delicious, that is... delicious cake. Yep. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. want to lick which it is, off of him. Oh, oh. say which, which is what I'd say about his booty. That's probably some delicious cake. Yeah, like credit to the I don't actually know the actor's name, but credit to the actor for pulling this off more than anybody else probably could because yeah. it's just so shapeless. It, it so really is. needs a belt. <laughs> uh, it, it really it's does. So yes, I think of all of them, this one needs it the worst. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, especially with the little chest flaplets. Uh, this is one of our least favorite com badges from our com badge discussion. Oh, yeah, it looks like a, I wasn't here for that, but it kind of looks like a policeman's badge or some shit. And I don't it looks like that. a clamshell. Mm. Or a Madeline. <laughs> Yum. Mm, delicious. All right, moving forward, uh, let's talk about the Picard admirals whom we see, the first of which is our good, goodest friend, Admiral the Clancy. sheer fucking hubris. I was going to say, I did not know her name. I just know her as Admiral Sheer fucking hubris. <laughs> and, it, like, the admiral uniform shirt, it's such a funny shape because it looks like it's being worn over, like, a, what could be a nice shirt under there. I yeah, kind of want to see what she's wearing underneath this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Oh it might just be the collar. We'll see. Yeah, it does kind it's of look like less like a proper admiral's uniform and more like, you know how Picard had his like jacket for that one season mm-hmm. like that only he got to wear. Like, I feel like this is her. I was not expecting to meet anyone today. Casual shirt. But then fucking Picard showed up with his hubris. <laughs> his sheer fucking hubris. She didn't have time to change. Like, yeah, it's a little, I don't know, it's weird. But look at all those, that's a five-pipper right there. That's, yeah. That's 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 heavy-duty. I don't think we've ever seen a five-pip admiral on uh, no, I don't think so. Star Trek until now. Does it have any special significance that I should understand? Or, um, like, what do we five like more than four. Fleet oh, admiral yeah, or something? Maybe. Or some kind of special admiral? Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think in, so there's... Yeah, I think in the in naval, there's several. There's like rear admiral, which is like <laughs> a one star. Then there's some other admiral. There's there's several different stages of admiral. Um, and the fifth stage is is the top the top dog. So maybe this is is you get this this uniform that looks kind of like a Lego. So yeah, they, I'm pretty sure that in like at least in the U.S. a five star admiral is only temporarily appointment during wartime huh yeah i don't know like five-star general there have only ever been two and one of them was like george washington one of them was posthumously or something admiral clancy (laughs) anywho anywho what do you guys think of this shirt though it just it's fine it just feels more like it should be on a technician than an admiral Okay, there's not enough like, gold. It looks like she should be crawling through Jeffrey's tube, sweating and shouting in a Scotch accent. You write the fanfic, Chris. Okay, moving us forward, um, we see a flashback in Star Trek Picard where we jump back and see Admiral Picard with a uniform that we saw. It's similar to the one we saw Raffi wearing in the flashback, but it's got a, a, a gold stripe, because of it, course it does. Because he loves gold. I was about to say, it's very TNG Admiral. Yeah, this I I wonder if this might be a dress uniform of some type as well, though, just because of the context in which we see it. Yeah, that's what's unclear. But just looking through different um, uniforms and memory alpha, it's like this one, this one, and this one. I'm like, good. I'll just add them to the slideshow. <laughs> like I like the uniform it's based off of, but I think it's fine. But yeah, yeah, I like the sleeves. The sleeves are pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, and I like those on the original. Yep. Uh, on the duty duty version. Yeah, I just think <laughs> the, gold, the, the gold stripes just kind of over-egg the pudding. Also, whoever painted or photoshopped the cover of that 
Oh, they fucked up. Book? That very badly. Terrible. Yeah. That's fucking bad. Yeah, though, his head is completely out of proportion and too low. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsie. Picard doesn't have a neck, right? <laughs> no. Not that I remember. It's just a, it's just a chin growing out of a collarbone. <laughs> it is yeah. really bad. How He's did like they do cat. that? <laughs> All right, we do see the ad on a couple admirals in lower decks. So we see the admiral uniform is pretty similar, especially since it's am- animated, so they're not going to do too much crazy shit. In lower decks. They're skipping all the gold piping for this one, huh? Nope, there's gold piping. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, the, bitch. the white stripe is gold, and they've got gold shoulder bars. Yeah, otherwise very similar to the other lower decks uniforms we see. Yeah, fairly inoffensive. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the last one I had to show you guys. If, if there are other Admiral uniforms, fucking send them to us. We'll tell you they suck, because most of them fucking suck. Yeah, but they're all I've pretty got, middling. Yeah, I've got all of them up in front of us now. Woof. Most of them yeah. are not great. I actually like kind of Picard's Picard Admiral. I don't hate that one. It's a little boxy in the shoulders, but aside from that, I kind of don't hate it. Because it's like there's sort of a lot going on top, but then it's really nice and sleek at the bottom. Like the pants are good. The fit is good. The length is good. And I can't really tell whether or not I think we need a belt, but because we can't see it. But I feel like he's all right without it. The worst is obviously that 2009 abomination. Which oh, one? this thing? Yeah. The one that looks like it's made of a trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely say, like, the best one for me is probably the Wrath of Khan one, because it's really just a little extra gold, a slightly different thing on the shoulder, and the extra stripe on the sleeve. It's not... There's a difference, but it's not overdone. Least favorite? Yeah, I gotta go with uh, Admiral Tyler Perry. Is it actually Tyler Perry? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, great. Because for a second I was like, holy shit, you can't say that. No, no, that's actually <laughs> Tyler Perry. I'm not just being racist. Right, well, that's okay then. Because I was, for a second, so I was so, like, holy so shit. Caitlin's being racist. Oh my No, God. I just I just have no idea what Tyler Perry looks like. I've only ever really seen him dressed up as Medea. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's, that's Tyler Perry out of out of Medea. Kid. Yeah, well, wearing a, a fucking potato man. sack. <laughs> yeah, the he's poor a bastard. Man. It's a shame they dressed him in that fucking horrible... Sofa cover. He's probably like should have been Medea as as an admiral. He was probably so excited to be in Star Trek that put me in a cool uniform. Fuck. I'm in a potato sack. Yeah, really. He's like, I would have preferred one of Medea's moo's. At least those have fun patterns. And he can hide cheese sticks in them. You know what? It really does. (laughs) It looks. What did you say? He can hide cheese sticks in them. Oh yeah. Well, that's. He looks. He really does. He looks like an absorbent couch cover. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, it's designed for people who have, like, incontinent pets. Yuck. Hate it. Super yuck. Super yuck. Just hate it. I want to give some hate to season one TNG, though. Yeah, that is super- Just to make sure that it's getting its amount of hate. Oh, here's the thing. It is super awful. It is- Until fucking Quilted Jacket came along, it was the clear winner of the losers. Yeah, I'm going to give that one my winner of the losers just because- that fucking cut at the bottom oh, yeah. is so wrong. Is so silly looking. Yeah. Yeah, it's very bad. And I and I just need it to be on the list because I just think it's appalling. Yeah, no, it's right. It's it is it is an it is it is an atrocity of clothing. Honorable mention to season three and four of Discovery though, because poor Vance. I'm so yeah. sorry, buddy. But you still look good. There's a reason they mostly shoot him from the shoulders up. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jake? Which one's your least favorite? I think least I'm gonna agree about uh, season one TNG. I think I, I just 
yeah, I don't care for that one at all. Yeah, and best, I'm I'm gonna stick with uh, my Twok. It's a good choice because you know, again, I don't think kind of what Chris said. You know, it's not, it's only slightly different from the uniform, uh, and they're not they're not being overly fancy with it. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my favorite to um, Star Trek Beyond's Commodore down here, yep. just because I really like that shape an awful lot. What about you? Did you have a do you list your favorite? No, she hasn't. No, I'm probably going to get flack for this, but I really kind of like the TMP one. Whoa. I've always had a soft spot for that one. Yeah, that one's good. I mean, like, I... Because most of them just all look the fucking same, but with different dumb shit swapped out. I don't like the sweater tops on DS9. The thing they put Janeway in is stupid. I don't like the flight attendant or the air pilot, airline pilot look. I mean... And what the fuck is Star Trek The Simpsons called again? Lower Decks. Oh, Lower Decks. Star Trek The Simpsons. What? Lower Decks just looks like TNG. I, I kind of like I kind of appreciate TMP because it's just it's so different. Yikes. But it also doesn't it, because it doesn't. So it's similar to the 2000 and uh, what is that? The, is that the Into Darkness? The Kelvin ones, yeah. Yeah, it's similar to that. But because it has that curve inward, it doesn't have that that enlargening look. So I, don't I kind know. I th- of I think it makes your chest look fucking huge though. Yeah, but I mean, I like them titties. So oh, I have well, no there problem. <laughs> on Shatner, on whomever, like that's fine. No, I don't know. I just kinda like it. Like it's kind of fun. I don't know. It's they the only blew good it with the rest in the of the movie. shit in that movie, but good? I like that one. I get, that's the thing. I don't think I could say good. I could say it's if it's the best in the in the movie, it's because everything in that movie is utter, utter trash. I will say I actually do have a soft spot for the Enterprise Admirals. I think, like Jake said, they're a good transitional piece from, you know, 20th century military to turning into Starfleet, albeit gradually. Space Force? There's also something just so weird about seeing someone in Star Trek in a necktie. Yeah. In a good way or a bad way, though? In in a good way. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Neat. So, yeah. So, so those are the Admiral uniforms. You know, you can see them all up on our Tumblr page, SSHB Podcast. Go check it out there. Tell us how much you love the TMP Admiral uniform for insane reasons. Hey, hey. If you like TNG season one, don't don't tell us. No, that's Just, no. that's your shame. Yeah, take it to, no, take it to the grave. That is something <laughs> you should not be proud of. Guys, guys, um, guys, guys, we're not here to yuck anybody's yum. I know. I am going to yuck this yum till the end of time. I'm wow, sorry. You're a bastard. That is that is that is the Have line that Chris? must be. That is the line that must be drawn. He ya. Yikes. Uh, cool. Yeah, so next week we're talking dress uniforms, of which there's also a lot of really ugly pitfalls, and we're going to get to discuss those, so look forward to that. Also next week, we're continuing Voyagering, as we do, with season two episodes Tattoo and Uh-oh. Cold Fire. Cold Fire is probably the best title we've hit yet. Sorry, Good job, Cold- Voyager. <laughs> is Cold Fire one word? No. Okay. Because that, that sounds like not a Bond movie, but one of the, like, Many licensed post-Ian Fleming James Bond novels. They have old fire. They have bizarre (laughs) titles like that. He's the fire, the fire that doesn't burn. (laughs) Neat. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Sorry. All right. So until then, you can go back and listen to any episodes you want. We've got like 245 of them all over SoundCloud and any place else you can find podcasts. Insert your favorite here. Do it. 
You can friend us on the Facebook, where we share all this bullshit as well. You can friend us on the Twitter, where we sometimes exist. Yeah, and check us out next week. We look forward to seeing you then. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin? This has been Jake? This might occasionally be Chris? Oh, neat. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord Lord Burley. I'm not thinking about Mark at all. Come, come into the holiday. Fight! <laughs> <laughs>